As I came in today through the sleet and the rain and even the snow, uh, when it was 85 degrees two weeks ago, God put this verse on my heart from Psalms, 20, Psalms 122. Um, it says, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. So you may have not felt like it today. Um, you may have wanted to stay where it was dry and it was warm, but, but you made the effort to come and to give glory to God and to receive from him. And so I am, I am glad today to be in God's house. I am glad today to be able to celebrate what he is doing and take part in him in advancing his kingdom. And so you can have a seat if you're not. I think everybody is. Um, and if you're joining us online, welcome. My name is Anthony. I'm pastor here at Free Church, and we are thrilled to have you join us today. Um, we today are wrapping up a series that we've been in for the last uh, five or six weeks just called Supernatural. Uh, looking at how the things that the world considers to be supernatural in the realm of the Holy Spirit and the realm of God's kingdom can and should be not supernatural, but natural uh, in the life of a believer. Uh, specifically, we've been talking about how those things are really the ultimate natural. They are things which are hypernatural. And we're called to be filled with the Spirit the Spirit is involved in our salvation from the moment we put faith in Jesus until the moment that he calls us home. We're to use and operate in spiritual gifts and produce spiritual fruit, and we've learned a lot about what God has for us through God the Holy Spirit. And about uh, three years ago, um, B.C., it was before COVID, um, I had the opportunity to go to Cheyenne, Wyoming, to a conference for the network our church is a part of, and I got to um, be ministered to and, and meet our friend that's going to be sharing with us today, uh, Steve Sampson. And um, in that service, God used this um, very amazing minister and, and humble man um, to speak into my life. And we've been talking about the last couple of weeks, well, why, why does God speak to us through others when he could just speak directly to us. And because that verifies, it validates, it confirms what God is doing when he confirms it through somebody else. And that's one beautiful way the Holy Spirit moves through prophecy and gifts of knowledge, gifts of wisdom. And um, that was something I experienced uh, under the ministry of Steve Sampson. Um, our assistant pastors here at our church had the opportunity to be ministered to him up and uh, Seattle area this last May, and we knew that we needed to uh, invite him to come and speak and share and minister to us here at Free Church, um, especially through what we've been teaching on and the climate of our culture that we're in. The church needs to be built up and encouraged, and the church needs to hear from God in amazing supernatural ways. And so um, Steve comes to us this morning from the beautiful state of Missouri. And uh, he's from Kansas City, Missouri, but he's also from Birmingham, Alabama. I don't know if you call that a snowbird if you go from Missouri to Alabama. We, we go to Arizona to be snowbirds, but Alabama is, is cheaper, and so it's a beautiful state as well. So uh, he comes to us from Kansas City uh, this morning, and Steve has authored um, many books. Um, I know um, our assistant pastor, Ladina, has really been digging into the book, How to Hear the Voice of God. And been getting so much from it. And so he has some of his books available um, today that you can purchase for a low price. And I'd encourage you to buy 
some of his books as they can impact your life greatly. And so Steve is here today just to, to bless you, to bless us, and to listen to the voice of God and share what he hears to us. And so if you could give um, Steve Samson a hand, he's going to come up and he's going to minister to us today. to be among the sweet presence of the Lord and I just challenge you to always come with expectation uh, the Lord the Lord is talking literally all the time the problem is we don't hear him because we're distracted and because he doesn't yell at us but he does talk to us and the Holy Spirit does communicate uh, to us all the time. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. He didn't say certain sheep. He didn't say special sheep. He just said, my sheep hear my voice. I heard this the other day, this uh, woman, she calls her husband at work. She said, you know, you remember when I got pregnant and you told everybody we're pregnant? Yeah. And then she said, do you remember when I had the baby, and you told everybody, we have a baby. Yeah. Well, we wrecked the car. And uh, <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> oh, that's funny. God has a great sense of humor. He really does. And uh, I want to mention these books real quickly. The one he's mentioned, the pastor was doing the commercial for is this. This book has is, is just been so helpful because it's real simple to read, but it tells about 10 different ways you can hear from God. And I share a lot of my own experiences. This one, and by the way, I had 15 of them shipped. Had to pay 100 bucks to get them up here in two days because we ran out. So anyway, they're on the back table there. This one, Confronting Jezebel. If you, are, if you know any control freaks or if you'd like to know a control freak, this is a good one. This is how to deal with Jezebel, discerning and defeating an Ahab spirit. Jezebel was married to Ahab. This is all about passivity. Many people are passive, and being passive is just as wrong as being controlling. Because you're wearing a white hat, but you're still just as wrong. It's just controlling in a different way. This one, uh, this was an old Ben Franklin statement. I didn't know it until I had wrote the book, but he never said a word to me about it. But He says, uh, those who expect nothing are never disappointed. So important to expect. And always come into God's presence expecting God to talk to you. The shame, the shame, shame, shame is to leave without encountering something from the Lord. So, um, I want to read this scripture and I think it's real apropos for today, but here's my title. Don't abort the Holy Spirit. Let me read this. This is from Luke chapter 5. It happened on a certain day, verse 17. He was teaching and there was Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. So here's Pharisees, teachers of the law, scribes, all the self-righteous ones, 
And it says, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Jesus must have had a conversation with God and said, let's heal some pointed-headed Pharisees today. You know, he, didn't, he wasn't nice to Pharisees. But, he, but that day, let's heal some Pharisees. The power of the Lord was present to heal them. Then behold, they brought a man on a bed uh, who was paralyzed, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him when they could not uh, find how to bring him in because of the crowd. They went up on the housetop let him down with his bed through the tiling in the midst before Jesus when he saw their faith. I bet these guys must have loved their buddy because they, they were so desperate to get him healed. They crawled up on the roof and wrecked the guy's roof. And he said he saw their faith. Faith is always doing something crazy probably. When they let him down with his bed through the tiling in the midst before Jesus, when he saw their faith, he said, Man... Your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees begin to reason, saying, Who is this who speaks blasphemy? And they begin to accuse him. And he kind of mocked him. He said, What's easier to say? Your sins are forgiven or rise up and walk? You know, what's easier to say? Amen or hallelujah? And he looked at the man and said, uh, I say, Arise, take up your bed and go to your house. And the man was healed immediately. So, God wants to do things. God wants to demonstrate. Paul said the word of God doesn't come in word only, but in power and demonstration. 1 Corinthians 2, also in 1 Thessalonians. So there's many abortions in the Bible. You know, we talk about aborting and it's a big political topic. But how many times do we abort the Holy Spirit? Because he's wanting to do stuff in our lives. And anyone watching online today, I just encourage you to just be available to the Holy Spirit because I feel like there's somebody listening that you've been in pain a long time and God's going to touch your body today just during this broadcast. So, so receive. I'm going to ask the rest of you here. To, I appreciate if you wouldn't interrupt me while I, with shouts of victory while I'm preaching. Just kidding. Uh, but uh, this brother back here, I think you have a black jacket on. Yeah. God is going to give you fresh guidance. There, there's, there's really some direction you need right now. And the Holy Spirit is going to flood you with assurance and flood you with, your, with a knowing. And your walk with him is going to get way more exciting than it's ever been. And it's just like God's putting his finger on some struggles, some issues, and he's helping you. He's the helper. So just be ready. What's your first name? Rick, okay, Rick, we just rejoice with you. Here's an abortion. Okay. That's as emotional as I get. I'm kind of locked in this Bob Newhart thing, but uh, it says, Luke 5, when he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, he asked him to put out a little from the land, and he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Now, here's an abortion. But Simon said, we've been out here all night and caught nothing. I could just see Jesus say, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you just got here. Uh, <clears throat> Master, we've toiled all night and caught nothing. And then he said, nevertheless. You know, a good attitude to have is never will I settle for less. Nevertheless, at your word, I'll let down the net. 
When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking, so they signaled to the Catholics in the other boat to come and help them. Anyway, that went by. And they, filled, they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, now here's, here they haven't caught any fish, and all of a sudden they have two humongous boats full of fish so that there's so many fish in the boats, the boats are sinking. That's a lot of fish. What did Simon say? Hallelujah, wonderful, thank you, Lord. What did he say? He said, get away from me. I'm a sinful man. Isn't that amazing? He sees this humongous miracle. And a lot of times we're more sin conscious than we are God conscious. We're more, we're more conscious of our past than we are of the presence of Holy Spirit. The biggest thing in all of us that aborts the Holy Spirit is unworthiness. I just don't feel worthy. And it sounds so spiritual, but it's a lie from hell. Because what Jesus did on the cross was enough to make you worthy. So we have to agree with him. And it says, he said to Jesus, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. And when he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And the sons of Zebedee who were partners with Simon, and Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid, for from now on you will catch men. Isn't it interesting? God's interested in catching men. We're getting ready to see a move of God on this earth. In, in 2020, I was in Ohio preaching, and the Holy Spirit just spoke to me. He interrupted, which is not very polite, but he said, this new move of God is going to be way different than people think. And then he said, and it's going to be rejected by religious people. Then I was in North Dakota a few weeks ago, and up there, it, it's, it's a weird place, different, because there are just crops everywhere. That's, it's just like boring. Anyway, the Lord showed me that he's going to start fires all over the world. There are probably many, I bet there's going to be a thousand fires started in the United States. Groups of Christians that are going to get hit by the fire of the Holy Spirit. He's not going to come, he's not going to come in one specific great big humongous church. He's going to come in multiple small places where people are fervent, where they're not distracted, where they're hungry, where they're not playing church, but they're on fire for God. And I believe this is one of them. In fact, a woman that, that uh, intercedes for me a lot, she lives in Indiana, and she texted me this morning. She said, the Lord told me to tell the people you're speaking to this morning how much he loves them. He just, she just said over and over again, he, just how much he loves you guys. I appreciate your excitement on that. And, um, but anyway, here's a good one. God speaking through Moses, he said, say unto the children of Israel, I am Jehovah. This is Exodus 6. This is a real good scripture. Uh, not that the others aren't. But he said, I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will rid you out of their bondage. I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great judgments. I will take you to be my people. I'll be a, your God. And you shall know that I'm your God, Jehovah, who brings you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will give, bring you into a land which I swore to give to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I will give it to you for a heritage. I'm Jehovah. Moses spoke to the children of Israel. Next sentence. 
But they hearkened not unto Moses because of anguish of spirit and cruel bondage. Here's God brooding over them, loving on them, telling them everything I'm going to do, but they couldn't receive it because there's too much anguish. You know how to get rid of anxiety? Exalt the Lord. Exalt the Lord. I love this scripture because it changed my life. He says, Isaiah 55, Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. You who have no money, come and buy. Yes, come and buy wine and milk without money and without price. I just challenge you. This, this verse right here changed my life because when you come into the presence of God, don't just talk to God and especially don't talk at him, but come with an attitude to buy. Lord, I came this morning, and I need some peace. I'm going to buy some peace. Yes. I, I, or, or I'm going to, I, 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 I need a healing out of a pain in my hip. Lord, I'm here to buy something, and God will do it. I've just been diagnosed. The doctor put a diagnosis on me, but doggone it, I'm going to buy here today. Don't just be a window shopper. Come to buy. Remember the woman with the issue of blood? Yeah, she, she said that she came from behind and worked her way through that crowd, and immediate, she touched his garment. Immediately, her flow of blood stopped. Jesus said, who touched me? You know what's funny? It said they all denied it. Listen, I've been in church for years. I've never touched you. I promise. <laughs> it's too early, I guess, in the morning. Uh, Peter and those with him said, Master, the multitudes throng and press you, and you say, who touched me? I could just say, I could just see Jesus saying to Peter, you just don't get it. Peter, just go wait in the car. You don't, you don't get it. Uh, he says, somebody touched me because I perceive power going out of me. Now, there's a difference between just being in the presence of God and putting a demand on him and reaching out and touching him. Lord, I'm going to buy from you. Because I believe he heard the cash register ring. There was, there was something going on. She fell down, told him everything. He said, daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you... Well, so God wants to do things. He wants to manifest himself. I've, I have a friend that he hated church. He hated, he sick of preachers. He just done. Just, he'd be, he grew up in church and kind of the same denomination I did, but he, he just got, he said, I'm never going back. And I was preaching in Ligoti, Indiana, and he, he's the, he's a, he'd become a real good friend. But he comes in the meeting that night and the front of his shoes were cut out because his ingrown toenails were, were so bad that he had to cut the front of his shoes. <laughs> anyway, he walks in this meeting just as a favor to a friend and we're worshiping God and God heals his ingrown toenails. And he's never had another problem with that. It's been, been years ago. So, so the, the Lord is good. I was in a meeting in a place in Arkansas one night and I'd already preached and I'd already said the closing prayer and God cannot move after you've said the closing prayer uh, but this night they're just kind of a matter of fact oh by the way there's someone here that you have a bad fungus on your feet and we we just went on that was it nobody got prayed for anything this guy he was a star basketball player on a high school there in that near hot springs Arkansas and he gets home, and his fungus on his feet is so bad that it, it's gone his toes, and then it goes all the way up his ankles. It's so severe. And the whole basketball team, you know, made fun of him. But 
He got home that night, took his shoes off. He had brand new skin on both feet. The Holy Spirit wants to do more. Hallelujah. He wants to let him. Look at this one in Acts 14. It says, In Lystra, a certain man without strength in his feet was sitting a cripple from his mother's womb who had never walked. How long did he sat there? I think it's many, many years. This man heard Paul speaking. Paul, observing him intently, saw that he had faith to be made well. And Paul said with a loud voice, Stand up on your feet. And the guy stood up. I think he said it with a loud voice because don't give the devil a second. Just say what God says. And this guy jumped up. He's never walked in his life. And he jumped up and began to walk. He was surprised. Paul was surprised. But it was the Holy Spirit that caused Paul to see there's a man here that wants to be healed. And he has faith to be healed. I love it. And God interrupts our sermons, interrupts what we've got to do. There's three religious lies out there, and they all sound so spiritual. Number one lie, I repeat, lie, is I'm not worthy. That is a lie from hell. You're not worthy by something you've done, but you're worthy by what he's done. The second lie is, we pray if it be thy will. How many ever heard that one? I grew up in a church where every single prayer had a disclaimer. You could pray for anything. At the end of the prayer, Lord, unless it's your will, you know. How would you like to be prayed for? Just say that pastor's sick in the hospital and we hear a bad report. We say, Lord, we ask you to heal the pastor if it's your will. <laughs> but if not, just kill him this afternoon. You know? <laughs> and, and, you know, it's so stupid because there's 7,000 promises in the scripture that say it is his will. Yeah. And it's such a disclaimer on every prayer that is so religious and so stupid if it be thy will. The only place that's in scripture is when he's getting ready to go to the cross and he said, I don't want to bear the sins of the world on my shoulders. And he's sweating drops of blood and he said, but he surrendered his will. Nevertheless, your will be done. That is so out of context in our everyday living. The third one, the third lie is we go in a beautiful building. This is a beautiful building, by the way. But I've been in places in the world where there's stained glass coming out the eyeballs and there's beautiful pillars and you know some of these big city New York City or Sydney Australia these places have the most beautiful temples and you go in there and you're just in awe look at the beauty look at those stained glass look at those statues look at but you know what the lie is you're the temple that's not the temple you're the temple you are carrying the Holy Spirit and he wants to flow through you so I think some of, the some of the causes of abortion are, I'm not worthy, or we're overthinking, overanalyzing. There's this girl up in Indiana. Her daughter had a new boyfriend, and he, they pulled into a gas station. He ran in and held it up with a gun. And they sentenced him a long sentence, and they sentenced her the same sentence, 20 years in prison. And she just was in the car, waiting in the car. That woman was prophesied to every, by everybody, your daughter's going to get out soon, your daughter's going to get out soon. Every time I saw it, my spirit went dead, like, no, she's not. 
She ended up serving 20 years. But I can't believe how many people said, oh, she's going to get out. You have to be careful not to just give wishful thinking. In other words, what, what God has said. Wow. So, I was, I'll tell you one more. I was in Italy, Messina, in Sicily, church, a friend of mine, pastors. On a Sunday morning, I think it was just like this. I didn't mean to do this, but I just kind of, there's a girl sitting over here. You're a little bit older, but you're going to, this is, no, that, <laughs> not, not you, but, but, uh, but she's sitting there about where you are, and I, you're, you're, you're a little bit older, but uh, you're going to have a baby. And I just kind of, I didn't know there's a lot of people there. And the girl was sitting there. She's been asking God for a baby. There was a girl sitting next to her that didn't want a baby. And the pastor called me when I got back to the United States, and he says, he's laughing. He said, you won't believe it. He said, there was two girls there. They're both 46, and they're both pregnant. And the one that didn't want to have a baby, she shouldn't have been sitting there. You know, that, that's the deal that... that God is, you know, to me, the Holy Spirit is so powerful, he, she just happened to be close. And I was there in Italy five years later, and there are these two five-year-old boys. And I was so thankful that I didn't have to help raise them. And, uh, but it's just an amazing way God moves. Power of God is wonderful. And to me, I'm guilty. We can all be guilty of aborting the Holy Spirit. I was praying about my IRA one year. It's about 10 or 11 years ago. And I said, Lord, I need to know how to invest money. I don't know anything about it. About 4 o'clock in the morning, I heard, buy Amazon. I heard that. And I got up and I, I went and got a Wall Street Journal. I looked up Amazon. It was $148. And I said, well, I'm not going to spend that kind of money. I don't like those expensive stocks. Thing kind of grew and grew. <laughs> Last year it went up to about $3,500 a share. I'd become a millionaire just by, but I aborted it. My brain said, oh, I, I, this can't be true. I don't like expensive things, but the Holy Spirit said, I'm trying to help you, cement head. You know, I, and, and, and he'll give you thoughts. But we need to live a lifestyle of listening to the Holy Spirit. I love the scripture that says, I've allowed, in Deuteronomy 8, he said, I allowed you to suffer. I've humbled you. You've gone through some real stuff, but he said, I've allowed you to have all these things happen to you that you might know one thing. Deuteronomy 8, verse 3, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Does anybody have a real Bible that's not electronic? All right. You're in the dark ages. Let me just see that. Yeah, that's fine. You can. That's a, that's a good looking case there. For anyway, this is bread. Man shall not live by bread alone. Why do you have a shoestring on that? <laughs> uh, the, uh, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So we love the Bible, we memorize the Bible, we read the Bible, but, but we also 
have to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that's proceeding from the mouth of God. I appreciate this. I know I'm going to enjoy it. Just kidding. But uh, anyway, brother. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I see you two being more and more reckless with God. Hallelujah. Your name is? Stephen. Stephen. I think I can remember. Christy. Christy? Lord, we thank you today for Stephen and Christy. I really see such dedication. Lord, we thank you for the way they've dedicated their lives to you. I see the Holy Spirit brooding over you, and I see him giving you more and more of an understanding. And uh, God's being very, very, very gracious to you. And he's like lifted the lid off and let you see like the veil being lifted and you're seeing more and more. You're going to see relatives, close acquaintances come to the Lord in the near future. And the, the Lord is going to so demonstrate his love and power to other people. Your days of influence are beginning. They're going to be stronger than they've ever been for the sake and the increase of the kingdom of God. And do you have a sister? Uh, do you, there, there's someone that's close to you that has just has such a need. I don't know if he's a brother or sister, a little brother. Is, is he a believer? Or maybe. <laughs> maybe. Well, we just agree. What's his name? Lord, we agree for Asa that you'll do a mighty, mighty work in his life in Jesus' name. Bring him to you. Bring him forth. Amen. Amen. One of you has a parent that seems to need healing. I don't know. Your 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 dad. Okay. What's his name? Tracy. Tracy. So God wouldn't reveal this unless he's going to do something. So we'll just agree with God. Lord, we agree that you send your word to Tracy in Jesus' name. Whatever he needs physically, just do it. Just blow his mind, God, and heal his body of anything going on. We know you're doing it. We thank you for it. Amen. 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 Sweet Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is so willing, and he's so amazing. And you know what else? He thinks he's right. So we'll just let him think that, okay? <laughs> And uh, my sister that, this is bugging me so much. Your, your first name is? Yeah, you this time. <laughs> this time, yeah. Maggie. Maggie. Well, I keep, all morning when you're up there, I see these tracks. Like you're, you're leaving tracks wherever you go. TR, like footprints. You're doing more good than you realize. And the Lord is working through you more than you realize and his reputation and he'll protect your reputation but he's also protecting his reputation and the influence is going to increase I want to tell you, you've been through some bitter things real bitter but the Lord's going to put a sweetness in your mouth that tastes good because it's been hard to get over and it's, been, it's like a deep deep wound but the Lord is bigger than all that and his favor's on you and he's using you, in spite of this trial, he's using you, but it's going to get sweeter and sweeter. And God's going to complete what he started. And you'll lack, this the end of it, you'll lack no good thing. That's what I hear the Lord say, you will lack no good thing. 
Amen. Amen, amen, amen. So sweet God. Sweet Holy Spirit. I can't believe I came 2,000 miles to get here Friday morning. Oh, the airport was so crowded. I wanted to slap somebody. But I, I, I couldn't find anybody uh, that was willing. But uh, uh, I was a pastor for eight, almost nine years in uh, Beaumont, Texas. And uh, I read that scripture that says, Peter, do you love me? Beat my sheep. And uh, I didn't realize for a long time that it said feed my sheep. But uh, I asked the Holy Spirit, why, why doesn't anybody get helped when I preach? Because he said, you got to be yourself. Just relax and be yourself. And I think God loves all of us. Even though we have an odd-shaped head or something, he still, he still loves us. I wish you could take every place in the Bible where it said God loves you and replace it with God accepts you. Now, he thinks you're kind of weird, but he accepts you. The beauty of the gospel is God accepts you. He loves your uniqueness. He loves your weirdness. He loves because you're not like anyone else. You're, you're important to him. But what the devil says, you're a failure. You're no good. You've lost it. You've messed up. Those are all lies. And I don't call them lies anymore. I call them junk mail. You ever get any junk mail? My wife's like a crazy person. Mail comes, that's junk, that's junk, that's junk. Shit's in the wastebasket before I even know what's going on. And we, gotta, we have to treat thoughts that way. That's junk, that's junk, that's a lie, that's a lie, that's a lie. Nope, 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 that's a lie. Not today, Satan. Nope, that's a lie. Amen. So, this morning, I heard this... Uh, from the Lord during the worship that somebody has leg cramps and we're going to pray with you. We don't have to lay hands or anything, but just if, there's, if you're having weird leg cramps, maybe not right this second, but you're dealing with them in life, you'll never have them again. If you'll just, if you'll just acknowledge the Lord right now. How many here could say leg cramps? Pastor? Just running the family or something. Like that. Yeah. yeah. We just receive it. Come here, brother, a second. Let me just pray. Yeah. Uh, but I know that I know that I know that that's not going to be an issue anymore. Your first name? Matt. Matt. Well, Lord, we thank you today for Matt. Thank you for that healing you're doing in him. And, Lord, we thank you that you're mindful of everything Matt deals with. And, Lord, you're going to give him the desire of his heart. I see like a mower that's getting a bigger blade. It's getting your, your, your influence, your swath is going to grow in God. And the Holy Spirit reminds me, you meet God's needs and he'll meet yours. And there's a, you know, you're a, you know what I hear the Lord calling you? You're a blabbermouth for the gospel. You're a, you have a willingness to speak out, to tell the story, to tell the news. And that's going to increase. And God's not going to let your words fall to the ground. Amen. 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 <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, I could be wrong, but I feel like there's somebody here. That, uh, you have a problem with your neck, but it seems like you have had neck surgery. If, if, if you haven't, you're thinking about having neck surgery. But it's, am I hearing anything along that line? Does that ring a bell with anyone? 
I also saw a lot of people doing a lot of necking. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, but does that relate to anybody about neck surgery or wanting neck surgery? You've had a Yeah, we're up here. Let's just pray with you. Rick, you said Rick? Yeah. So thankful about the direction that's coming. You're, you're going to feel such a light on your path. Hallelujah. Lord, we just thank you. We just pray for our stiff-necked brother, Lord, right now. And thank you, Lord, for the complete, amazing, wonderful, mind-boggling healing you're doing in his life, oh God. Just take care of this issue. We know it's your idea. We know you're going to do it. And we just applaud you. We give you praise for that manifestation of healing. We just thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. I see you raised by a... One parent was real hard on you. And that did a number on you. And the Lord is addressing that today. And you're going to find healing. It's going to, it may take a few months, but you're going to see such healing from that abuse, verbal abuse and other kind of abuse. So you're going to be fine. The Lord's on you. It's almost like he likes you. All right, so. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So the Holy Spirit's a sweetheart. He really is. And most of us walk around, I'm a failure, I'm a failure. You're listening to the devil. You're not a failure because he doesn't raise failures. He raises more than conquers. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus for that. And uh, today, the other thing I kept hearing was about uh, some of it fell. It could have been a long time, it could have been recently, but you fell on your back and it really did a number uh, where you still have, you still suffer because of falling on your back, probably your lower back, something like that. Does that ring a bell with anyone? Some people don't respond because they're going to say, I want Steve to really look stupid. Uh, but uh, does that ring a bell with anybody you, where you fell and hurt your back? Excuse me? You had a back injury. How long ago was that? Excuse me? Six years ago. Six years ago. Well, almost seven. Still hurts? I still have issues, yeah. Yeah. First name? Aubrey. Aubrey. Is this your first time ever playing a keyboard? Uh, no. no, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, God is good. Hallelujah. So, Lord, we thank you for Aubrey. We just thank you because we know you're healing her back today in this issue. Whether she'll have no more issues, she'll have no more pain. And we just declare her. You know what I keep hearing? Your future's bright. And I just see God, the wonder of his glory, the wonder of his presence, the God for you personally that did exceedingly abundantly beyond all you ask or think. And I hear this, get ready for good news, because there's some good news coming down the pipe just for you. Lord, we thank you for Aubrey's influence. We thank you for the increase of your anointing. We thank you for ordering her steps. Lord, we thank you for making even her enemies be at peace with her. And, Lord, we thank you for the gift of a joy spreader she is. You, that's really the word. You're a joy spreader. Hallelujah. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Lord.
Thank you, Lord, for joy. Amen, amen. I don't believe that back will ever bother you again. It's just the goodness of God. So. Thank you. Hallelujah. This hair looks almost real. It's amazing. <laughs> but, uh, hallelujah. <laughs> ah. We got to loosen up, folks, and just let God be God through us and quit trying to be so spiritual. Sometimes we pray, oh, Heavenly Father. I think he says, oh, stop it. Just talk to me like I'm your best friend. Hallelujah. Andre, Andrea, and, how do you say it? Andrea. Andres. Andres. Andre. <laughs> and who's this? Kim. 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 Good singing. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for Andre. Lord, we bless his life today. Lord, we thank you. You're called to be an encourager. I see you pushing people in the river. You're going to push people into the baptism in the Holy Spirit. There's a significance on your life. There's a, there's a unique way God will use you like a fisherman, but you'll be bait and you'll get a, God will get a hook in their jaw through the ministry in you. And his words fall, fail not. And he will not let your words fall to the ground. Hallelujah. Lord, we impart to and Andre today that he will just be full of your Holy Spirit. You remind me of Stephen in Acts chapter 6 where it, it said he was full of faith and full of the Holy Ghost and full of power and full of life and full of demonstration. He was full. Hallelujah. And your name is, again, Kim. Kim. I knew it was complicated. Lord, we thank you for Kim. We bless her today. Lord, we thank you for the leadership of your Holy Spirit. You've had to pay a price where you've gotten so far in life. It's cost you some, but the Holy Spirit is always there with you. He'll always be there to lead you. He'll help you be at the right place at the right time. He'll cause you to see what he wants you to see. God's promising you, he's, Kim, he's going to keep you from detours and distractions and taking wrong roads, and he's, he's going to help you to stay on the path. You're going to get from point A to point B quickly because you're staying under the, his, uh, the uh, direction of his voice. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, by the way, am not a prophet. I'm not, a, I'm not anything. I just love to hear from God. And you can too. Hearing God is, is just the most, you can't get a better high in the world than hearing the Holy Spirit. And you know, we prophesy in part, we know in part. I, uh, I've had experiences where I've heard real clearly. And then other times, one, one of them was, I was preaching in a little tiny church in Illinois. And the pastor and his wife had two teenage boys, and they were adopted because medical science said they could never have children. And so that night, all of a sudden, I'm looking at this pastor's wife, and I, I said, I see you pregnant. And I didn't think a thing about it. I just said, you're going to be more fruitful. There's a, there's a spiritual pregnancy there. You're going to be more fruitful. Three years pass, and I'm in a church, and I'm sitting. I got done preaching, and it was real good, like this morning. And... Uh, and uh, the, the, uh, there's a guy standing off to the side. 
said, could I talk with you a minute? I said, sure. He said, three years ago you were in my church and you looked at my wife and told her you saw her pregnant and you told, me, you told her it was a spiritual thing. He said, a few, a few weeks later she conceived and we were told we could never conceive. And he's holding a little two-year-old girl. She had her finger in her nose and they were just sitting, they were, they're just looking at me and they both looked at me like, we don't like you. And, and, but, but it's like, just the Lord uses any chance he can to birth something in you. Hallelujah. There's somebody back here that has a lot of headaches, uh, probably daily, almost on a daily basis. Does that fit somebody back here? You do. We just accept that healing. Amen. Please. It's Sherry, Sherry, right? Sherry. Yeah. Lord, we thank you for healing Sherry. Yes. We thank you, Lord, for the work of your spirit. Thank you for doing it completely. And I'm not going to ask any personal questions, but there's one of you on this road that's been through a kind of a tough spot. And I just want you to acknowledge that it's you, and then I'm going to pray with you. But does that fit one of you here? My little brother? <laughs> All three of you? Is yours something physical, or is it something else? Pardon? Mental, like torment and stuff. We just bless you. We just bless you. Thank you, Lord, for the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the, your precious blood. And we thank you, Lord, for, for delivering our brother. From any torment, any anxiety, any of this harassment that comes against him. And we rebuke the devil in Jesus' name. And we declare our brother at peace and restored to perfect, normal living in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. What's your first name? Bentley. Bentley. Sounds expensive. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> thank you, Lord. And you had your hand up too. Yourself? Yeah. First name? Caitlin, Lord, we just agree with Caitlin, any junk she's gone through. Lord, we just thank you for the mighty deliverance of your hand. And I just hear this about greener pastures. God's going to lead you into greener pastures. Green represents a place of peace, a place of rest. And God's going to fight these battles for you. I really feel just getting your praise more intensified. You're going to be amazed at what God does through your praise. You've already had a lot of influence on the kingdom of God. You really have. There's a lot of people that have benefited from what God's doing in you. God sees that, and he doesn't lie. Amen, amen, amen. Wow. And you, first name? Heather. Heather. So, Lord, we thank you today for Heather. We just bless her life. We thank you for, you know, what I feel the Lord loves about you is the consistency. You're consistent and you're, you're following the Lord. And it's the consistency that pays off. It's, it's that consistency that, that God honors. And sometimes we get discouraged. Sometimes we get thrown off the horse. Sometimes we get kicked. But the Lord just says, you keep following me. And in all your ways, acknowledge me. And I'll direct your paths. And the Lord is going to cause things to fit. That's what I just feel. The, the, in, the, in these next weeks ahead, God's going to make sense out of nonsense. He's going to cause things to fit where you're concerned. 
Amen. And I felt such a compassion today for my sister here. What's your first name? Sharon. Lord, I just thank you for Sharon. I just thank you for your hand on her life. And Lord, well, you've been through the doo-doo, I'll tell you. But Lord, we thank you for Sharon. We thank you for leading her and guiding her and giving her that sweet fellowship with you that every assignment against her is broken. And I just see God giving you wings. You're going you're gonna to fly over present things. And I see breakthrough coming, and I see it's like the lifting of the Holy Spirit, lifting you above everything, because it's been overwhelming. But the Holy Spirit is going to help you, and you're going to get airborne. And you're going to hear, there's a brand new song in you, because you used to sing to the Lord all the time, and it's like the enemy stole your song, but that song's coming back, and you're going to sing with great victory. Hallelujah. And God's already ahead of you. He, he, he's ahead of you. He's leading you wherever you're going. He's already been there, okay? God bless you. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. So, wow. What a great morning. It's a sweet, 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 sweet presence of the Lord. No wonder the Lord told my friend, he just, tell those people I really love them. I just really love them. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. How, how much time we got, Pastor? I'm, uh, like 20 really? Yep. Oh, wow. They work you like a dog around here. Don't they? <laughs> uh, let me pray for Tim. Uh, come up here, would you? Tim and your wife. Is that your wife, your friend? Or, uh, uh, huh? I said not as friends. They're not friends. Or, <laughs> The only thing I can say about Tim is the Bible says all of sin and comes short of the glory of God. So, <laughs> Tim and Kara. Kara. How long have you been married? Art. Coming up on five. Coming up on five. Wow, that's great. Kara, you said. Lord, we thank you for Tim and Kara today. We thank you for their lives. We thank you for the light that shines through them. Lord, we thank you for all the promises of God are yes and amen in you. You know, I see you tramping on serpents and scorpions. I see you teaching people how to, how to fight the battle and how to, how to defeat the enemy. That it's, it's not God's will for anybody to be bound in discouragement. And you're that way. You're anointed to lift people from the ditches and lift them from discouragement. I see a lot of people in pain, like emotional pain. And, and you're called to just pull them out of the ditches and... And there's a compassion that God gives you that will flow and flow. More and more, you're going to hear reports of healing, physical healing, but also emotional healing that the Lord's doing through you. You're in preparation. You're in preparation for greater things. And uh, you are going to be involved starting fires different places, starting fires of the Holy Ghost like a spiritual arsonist starting fires by the work of the Lord, by the hand of the Lord. I just hear this about direction is going to be sweet. It's going to be sweet. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Were you raised with uh, like Christian home or just yeah. there's a lot in you. There's a lot God has put in you all these years and that 
that God's mindful of the gift in you, the, the power in you, the, that anointing that will help so many people. So praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. We don't see what she sees in Tim, Lord, but we, we know it's good. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, man. I promise you, don't take yourself too seriously because nobody else does. I promise you. Um, before I forget, uh, if you would do me a favor, uh, there's on the book table, after you buy several books, there's a, uh, there's a little mailing list there. I send out a short email, but I have a new book coming out in about a week, and I'd love to kind of notify you about it. So if you just sign your email, I won't bombard you. Every once in a while, I'll send out a little very short email that tells who's going to win the election and so forth. But, uh, the, but that would really be a blessing to me then, because once I'm out of town, everybody forgets, you know, but that way I can say, I'm alive. And, but I just want that book to get in the hands because it's a book about acknowledging God and most people don't acknowledge God most people don't bother to acknowledge him and, but the key to changing your life is just acknowledge God when you don't know what to do acknowledge God he said if you trust in the Lord with all your he didn't say all your brain he said with all your heart and lean not to your brain in all your ways, acknowledge him, and then he'll give you the direction. Anyway, it's a book. It's a life changer. So I want to. So thank you, Lord. How do you say your name again? Lee? Ladina. I met Ladina last May. She, she came all the way to wherever that was. Lord, we thank you for Ladina. We just thank you that she's a peacemaker. And I just see that word of the Lord in you that, that not only satisfies you, but it, it's going to meet the needs of others. There's a new anointing. There's a fresh anointing that's going to be flowing in your life. And this anointing will change lives. This anointing. God, you're, you're an unusual vessel, and you, you don't have to be... You're not required to be like anybody. You're just, you're just to be you. But God's going to give you inroads. God's going to give you access to people. And it'll be done by the Holy Spirit. You're going to dream more dreams. You're going to get direction right out of heaven in, in areas. And you're like a watchman on the wall that is, that hear, is hearing from God. Both good news coming and, and warnings coming. But you're going to be that way. And... I just feel this, the devil is scared to mess with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is a powerhouse right here. Praise God. Yes, yes. And I met you a second ago. First name again. Melina. Melina. Lord, we thank you for Melina. We thank you for her life. We thank you for her surrender to you. Because when you surrendered to the Lord, Melina, God saw it. And Lord, we, we just thank you that she's taking you seriously and you're taking her seriously. And your hand is on her for your purposes. You're going to feel the Lord just pulling you to himself closely. Just like hugging on you and tugging on you. And making 
things plain to you. You're not called to do everything, but you're called to do some things. And the Lord will make you know what this is what he has for you. He'll always be faithful to do that. Don't feel guilty because you're not doing what somebody else is doing. Just know the Lord has specific plans for you. Amen. And let me just real quickly before we end pray for my enthusiastic brother and sister here. Uh, the uh, first, yeah, first name is Abraham. Abraham. Sounds scriptural. And you're Julia. Not so, not so spiritual. Lord, we thank you today for Abraham and Julia. We thank you, Lord. I see sparks flying. I don't. I just see this power of God flowing in sparks flying. I don't. I know sparks have something to do with power. But Lord, let them taste, because we know they're hooked up with your power. They're hooked up with your amazing gift and amazing power. Sweet God, we just ask you to just continue to use them. I see there's three specific breakthroughs you're going to experience in the next few months. Just real neat breakthroughs, personal, that's going to happen for both of you. And Lord, we thank you for these breakthroughs coming. We thank you for their influence. Your influence is going to grow and grow and grow for God. You're going to realize our lives don't belong to us. They belong to God. They belong to his purpose. Amen. You're going you're to feel that. We don't own ourselves anymore. Our, we, we belong to God. And that when God does something, he'll say, I'm doing this and it's none of your business. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So, you're welcome to say to the next service if you want. Uh, but how many can just say with me, don't you appreciate the Lord? Yes. Amen. Let's pray for my brother back there before we before we leave. And uh, your name is Chuck. Chuck. Yes. And your girlfriend Sharon. Sharon. Okay. Forty-eight years. Forty-eight years. That's a long time to have to be dating. <laughs> Sharon, you said. Lord, we thank you for Chuck and Sharon. We thank you, Lord, for your mighty, mighty hand on their lives. And you know, I keep seeing a blueprint like what the Lord has in mind, the direction he has in mind for you. And Lord, I just feel the Lord just keeping you both strong, keeping you in tune. And it's like you're entering a new chapter in your life, a brand new chapter. And there's going to be an anointing of effectiveness where every day you're going to say, boy, this day counted for the Lord. Look what the Lord accomplished today I see you marveling at the Holy Spirit look what he did in our lives in one day you'll say that many days you'll say that many days thank you Lord for them thank you Lord for them seems like there's somebody I'm supposed to pray for that's close to you guys uh, is there somebody really suffering or something I don't know what this is about there's no pressure huh? several people so we'll just pray they, that anointing just leads you just praying for it because God what happens like right now God will deposit something there that when you do run into power will go hallelujah this next phrase of your life is going to be sweeter than it's ever been I know that sweeter hallelujah amen 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 so we're going to take a break, and we do have a meeting tonight at...
6 o'clock, and there's going to be another meeting here at what time? 11 o'clock. But the clock is wrong up there, I hope. Yeah, it's wrong. It's wrong. Thank you. I almost had heart failure there. So, <laughs> so don't you appreciate the Lord? He's, he's good to us. He loves us. And, and thank you for being a part, Pastor. Coming today. Thank you, Lord. We, um, uh, I, was, I was talking with uh, Steve last night at dinner with my sister and brother-in-law at Hope Point Church. He was there on Friday, and um, one thing that my sister and I were asking questions about is the effectiveness of having an outsider come in and give these words of knowledge and wisdom, and it's because he doesn't know anybody, and that's, that's the, the beautiful, powerful thing about it is God can confirm things through you because he doesn't, he doesn't know you. I know too much about too many of you, and, uh, but... but Steve doesn't know anything. I didn't give him a heads up on, on all your issues. <laughs> um, so tonight, he will be here at 6. So come back at 6 tonight. Um, we, we've just left a lot of room and opportunity tonight for ministry. We just, just have a couple songs planned. We have zero agenda except for God's agenda to be ministered to tonight at 6. And we have a couple churches that will be joining us. And um, I'd like to encourage you to give to support the ministry of Steve Sampson, and you can um, give to support that by using um, text to give or our app or our website. There is a fund that is just called Steve. Steve is the fund. And um, so if you'd like to give, uh, please do. Please bless him. Uh, he came all the way out from Kansas City, and so bless him for coming and ministering to us. And then if you would like to give um, not in a digital way. You can just write Steve on an offering envelope and then drop it into one of our offering um, little receptacles as you guys leave. And so would you stand as I close us in prayer? And then just, again, I invite you to come back tonight at 6. Um, if you have someone that needs ministry in your life, which that's all of you, um, bring them tonight uh, to be ministered to, to be encouraged, to be challenged and equipped. So Lord, we thank you for this um, this word that you shared with individuals today and to all of us. Thank you for the encouragement, God. Um, Lord, your word says that the, the gifts of the Spirit are for the upbuilding and the equipping and the encouraging of the church, God. And we leave today encouraged. We leave today equipped. God, would you provide every, uh, every good thing uh, that you have for us, God? May we have just an everlasting, ever-moving forward faith in you. Um, God, I pray that words that we've heard today uh, would grow roots and would stand solid and firm in faith throughout the coming months, God. Uh, bring us back tonight uh, to be blessed, but to be a blessing to you, God, to bring worship and glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name, amen. You guys have a great week. Uh, we'll see you tonight at 6 or next week at 9 and 11. And remember, next week we have the New Hope Christian College uh, worship team will be here leading us in worship.